Episode 104, Alonzo Kelly. Welcome to the Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless, tracking down the finest alpha minds on the planet for you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Do the little guy a favor, subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my back. Check out this fantastic podcast. If you want to take it to another level, the Alpha Ultimatum, my mentoring and coaching for men worldwide who know they are capable of way more. Go to adamlewiswalker.com, click get involved, claim a limited strategy session with me. Don't delay though, these are limited. Obviously there's only one of me and I'm talking to all of you personally. So get in there. We start mid-January, so you need to get your allocation in now so I can talk to you before the start. Get to the podcast. Okay, guys, so we have an awesome one, a long-awaited one for me here. We have Alonzo Kelly on the line. He is a dynamic executive coach, best-selling author and radio host. Alonzo Kelly has gained international and global attention as a premier consultant, strategist, and coach. Alonzo is recognized as one of the nation's leading experts on leadership development, strategic planning, and professional goal achievement. He has co-authored two best-selling books with the legendary leadership expert Brian Tracy and Jack Canfield of the Chicken Soup for the Soul series. He has appeared on America's premier experts, which airs on major networks across the country, including ABC, NBC, CBS, and Fox. He is currently the exclusive executive coach for several large school districts and senior leaders of Fortune 500 and 100 companies. In addition to his role as CEO of Kelly Leadership Group, Alonzo is currently serving as Director of Graduate Business for Silver Lake College. His passion for serving individuals and organizations is undeniable. He holds a bachelor's degree in accounting, three master's degrees, including public administration, human resource and labor relations, and business administration. And I've just been talking to him. He is plowing through and he's nearing the completion of his PhD in public service leadership. He is addicted to learning, as we've been talking about. (laughs) He is more than ready. You may recognize him when he comes on. He was also the man who interviewed me in my origin episode. So way back, there's episode zero. So that has actually had, I'll just, it's, it's like had what, 1,500 listens. So this is the man. Uh, t- it's only taken me almost a year to get him on. <laughs> I wanted to get him in before 100. So I just missed that. But Alonzo, brilliant to finally have you on. Are you ready to awaken your alpha? Oh, man, what an honor to be here. Thank you, sir. Long, long time coming, man. Long time coming. I knew it was going to happen. We both, I think that was, we both lulled into full sense of security. It was like, ah, it happened. And I've been on your radio show quite a few times. And I love coming on there. It's absolutely brilliant. We've been talking for about an hour before the interview because we had so much to catch up on. I mean, can you just give us, we're going to go jump straight into the origin then. Can you just tell people where you're originally from and how do you get to this point? Well, well, first, let me say thank you again for the honor of being on on your show. And I've certainly watched the journey. So I tip my hat to you from thousands of miles away, man. Just just a cool honor to be on the air with another best-selling author and uh, another alpha doing big things. So oh. so thank you for that. Cheers, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. So um, originally from uh, the great state of Michigan, uh city of Detroit. Uh, People who know Detroit usually read the headlines, you know, the only major metropolitan city to file for bankruptcy. And (laughs) (laughs) most of the cars that people are buying come out of my city. But I think it's important that I tell you I'm from there because that's also how I'm wired, man. I am a 
I am all about the struggle and the survival and, and not making excuses. Uh, you get up and get on with it uh, mentality. So um, right now I just I spend a lot of my time partnering with individuals and organizations on that message. Uh, I can't think of anybody that gets it right 100% of the time, but that's no excuse to not keep going. So, so that's how I spend my time, man, and, and I'm loving it. Brilliant. I first met Alonzo in person uh, September, well, just over a year ago now. And as I say, we've been back and forth, just gotten really well, been back and forth in contact since then. We've always been sort of having ideas that we're going to do something together. And we were so close this year. We just, but you, but it just didn't quite line up. But I was very close to coming over and speaking uh, one of Alonzo's things that he, he runs and hosts um, this year. And it just didn't quite happen. But that would have been brilliant. We say that that's definitely on the back burner for 2015. But how do you explain what you currently do? I mean, we, do, we, we read the bio, but like, what is a, a daily basis? Because you're teaching at a, a university over there, aren't you? Or a college? Yes. So, yep. I mean, how much of your day is taken up with, you know, doing your PhD, actually teaching students at the moment? Well, I'll say it like this, and this is, this is why I love the brilliance of your, your podcast. So, so I wrote a 25-page paper once on how you never run out of time. And, and I firmly believe that. And I think for everybody listening, um, it would be very difficult for you to tell me a time that you did not accomplish something that you felt your life didn't depend on. And so I go after my consulting practice like my life depends on it. And, and I teach in the classroom like my life depends on it. Yeah. And I coach like my life depends on it. So I'm unleashing all kind of alpha on people. <laughs> <laughs> so, so how do I do it? You know, I, I would like to lay around a lot more often. And I would like to do a little more what some might call just leisure fun things. But in the grand scheme of things, my life doesn't depend on me just kind of hanging out. Yeah. Um, and when I and I when I feel those moments where my body is saying, OK, it's enough or, you know, I'm also married with children. Yeah. And, and when my family um, starts to look at me a little awkward, my life depends on them. Uh, and then everything else takes a back burner. So it's, it's all a, a mind frame. And, and I wake up every day saying, OK. What am I going to go after like my life depends on it? And what are those other things where it'd be nice if I got to it? But uh, I'm not going to worry about it if it doesn't happen. Yeah. I want to ask, this is our awakening question. And I remember in some of the, when I was on your radio show as well, it came out that, you know, you've, you've actually like, you made the hard decision. Like you've lost friends over like them obviously trying to keep you in that same situation. I mean, you, you weren't up for it. You wanted to pursue and look for a way to better yourself and make the sacrifices we've just talked about and, and you got addicted to education and learning. Um, right. Can you tell us some of the moments? There's obviously a, a few, I'm sure, of where it really started. You started to realize what you was going to do, or it started to take some kind of shape. Like, what did you want to be when you was growing up? And like, what were the challenges you had, and how did it all happen? Yeah. So, growing up, I I either wanted to be an accountant or be a lawyer. Yeah. And um. But in my, in my neighborhood, that kind of got me laughed off the block, if you will, yeah. because nobody where I'm from was an accountant or a lawyer. And so I, kinda, I let the community 
dictate what my future was going to be. Mm. Um, and, I, and I'll do this throughout your show, and I, and I love leadership thoughts and quotes. But um, early on, I started to realize that if your presence doesn't make an impact, your absence won't matter. And I, I did like not that. have enough people in my life who were present that were making an impact. And so not having them around didn't matter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you, mean, you know yeah, what I'm you saying? You don't notice so. them gone. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <clears throat> so I just – I gave myself permission to, to go after the things that I wanted to do. And if uh, my team, if you will, uh, wanted to go on this journey with me, great. Um, them not going on it with me doesn't mean I will not love them. I'm just not going to lose any sleep over it. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, it, it happens differently for people at stages in their life, which is why I never judge mm -hmm. the timing of it um, because I've certainly done it. But one day you look around and you say, okay, <clears throat> the motivation for the moves I'm making, I really need to be um, – to be looking up. And if the people around me are motivated at making lateral moves yeah, or, or moving horizontal, that doesn't help me get to where it is I need to be. So um, at the risk of making somebody mad, it's for analogy purposes only. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the person who works at McDonald's who doesn't like their career choice can't then be making moves to go work at Burger King. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yes, exactly. and, yeah. and, and I worked at Burger King for all the Burger King people, so <laughs> relax a little bit. But what <laughs> I'm saying is, like, your, your moves can't be horizontal. Like, they can't all be lateral. And I noticed um, that the people I was surrounded by were constantly talking about lateral moves. Mm. And, <clears throat> you know, I just, I just – one day for me, it just – it doesn't work. What, when was that time for you then? You think of the era was or even a specific moment when you just thought, I've got bored of this, <laughs> enough lateral movement. Yeah, deciding that I was going to go to a college in a state where I did not know anybody and I knew I'd be one of the few minorities there. Yeah. That was intentional. Mm -hmm. it's, it's not comfortable. I'm not going to do this whole, it was the most amazing thing that ever happened to me because it was so easy. It came with its challenges. Um, at the same time, I left behind this mentality that we all have to go to the same school and we all have to major in the same thing and we all have to work for the same company. That's, that's just lateral to me. Yeah. Um, and, and so that was one of those times and it was difficult. And that was one of the first times I lost friends. I absolutely lost friends by making that decision. And it's, it's unfortunate that it happened that way, but it did. Mm. Uh, but I'd do it again in a heartbeat too. So. <laughs> Sweet. I mean, yeah. it doesn't sound like there's anyone obvious popping up there. It sounds like there's a lot of internal drive, but this is our Yoda question. Who helps sort of awaken your alpha? Far and away, my grandmother, um, just, just growing up. And so... Um, my, my grandmother was, was raised, uh, she was born in the 1920s, um, in the South of the United States, not a very popular time to be black in that mm. era, in that place. And, and for me to be born then, you know, 50 something years later, um, and to listen to her drive for community 
and leadership and uh, forgiveness. And uh, from a literal standpoint, my, my grandmother was a grocery store clerk. Yeah. So she stood on her feet for 38 years scanning people's groceries um, to help pay for me to go to school or, you know, to pay our utilities. And I just, I think about that. I, I'm, I am hard pressed to think of anything. So I'm 40. I'll just kind of put that out there. Besides breathing, I can't think of anything I'm willing to commit to for 38 years straight. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me right now? Jeez. It makes it very difficult for me to complain about a particular day coming mm-hmm. or a week coming. <laughs> I mean, when did you realize you was going to kind of get addicted to education? Because like you said, you just turned 40. You're, you're in the final phases of a PhD. You're working at a university. You're really in the academic arena. You go around speaking to other companies and different things. You've got your own radio show. But how did the university come about as in you, you haven't left quite yet? <laughs> oh, my brother, let me tell you. I learned early on that the more information or access to information I had uh, I could get to, the more relevant and powerful and richer I became. Mm. <laughs> I started putting my, I started pinpointing while a smile is great and a positive attitude is great and being regarded as a nice guy is outstanding. <laughs> None of that matters without access to information. Yeah. And, and I, every time I learned something and people knew about it, I became more um, relevant to them. I became a bigger piece of the solution. Um, and, and who doesn't want that? I, of course I want that. And so, you know, you get this associate's degree and a certain group of people want you and you like that feeling and you go, okay, I'll go get a bachelor's de- degree. And then more people want you. And then you get a master's degree and more people want you. <laughs> I was like, well, I wonder if I get another one if more people will want me. And it did. And it happened. <laughs> and I love it. So I am very careful to say I am not the smartest person in the room. I do not believe that by any stretch of the imagination. I will, however, say, though, I feel fairly confident that I have access to a lot of information that you may need. (laughs) We were talking before. It sounds like you graduated eight times. Ten's a nice round number, but I think you might be coming to the end of your <laughs> educational journey in this in this sense. Obviously, you're always going to keep learning. You said you wanted to be an accountant or when you were younger as well, or maybe a lawyer. You haven't got a law degree. That's missing. You're going to get one of them. <sighs> oh, I owe you one. <laughs> yeah, no, I do not have a law degree, sir. <laughs> and that's, that's going to bug me. But, you know, a law degree is 90 credits. I think I could probably bang that out in four years. No, man, Why not? Let, it, let it go. Let it go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let it go. So I'll, I'll tell you. And so what I'm doing now is thinking about how can I make change to, to satisfy this need I have yeah. for information. And so I've got a really, really cool opportunity uh, contract right now where a university is actually paying me to build them a master's in business program. Nice. Yeah. So So rather than me obtaining the degree... I'm building the degree for someone else to go get. That's that's and, a that's a great progression. And it's still it's like yeah. you say it's still satisfying. You kind of you're still yep. doing a, a, a program, but it's kind of you're creating it. That's 
That's a good progression, man. I like that. That sounds brilliant. That's that's cool. And I can't wait for my kids to be older to fully appreciate what what it is I'm doing right now. Right now, I, I think they could care less. Yeah. They don't understand. But. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that separates, in my mind, those that are successful and those that aren't are the people who are successful give themselves permission to be successful. Mm. When, when you give yourself permission to do something that even you sometimes think you're not supposed to or you're not able, you still win. You still win. There are all kinds of people that this college could be paying to build them a master's program. And to be honest, when they asked me the first time, I thought, really? You want me to do it? <laughs> And then I thought, well, you know what? Wait a minute. I'm going to give myself permission to yeah. build them an amazing program. Um, and, and I'm doing it. And, and there are people on the side who that you would ask to do that, and they, they wouldn't give themselves permission to do that because they're worried about failing or worried they will not know enough. And then at, the next thing you know, they're still on the sidelines. And I'm just, I'm just never going to be that guy, man. I'm just, I think I ha I've developed an allergic reaction to it. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, man, you're a leader, and that's why people want you to speak at different things. And when it comes to the, the Kelly Leadership Group, how long has that been around? You've got your own radio show. How long has that been going? Where do you see that going in the future? Yeah, so I'm going on my sixth year now, so I feel incredibly blessed with that. Now it's, it's really great. You know, a couple weeks ago I was flown to uh, – Fort Drum in New York, uh, the state of New York, uh, by the U.S. Army. I was going to say, I saw something that the Army. absolutely yeah. brilliant. I saw it. Well done, man. I saw that. I, I followed a little bit of that. that yeah, brilliant. It's, it's just amazing, man. You know, when you have a message and you're consistent with it and you give yourself permission to just share your experience, then then great things happen. And, and I think people are going to notice I'm going to keep saying that. Give yourself permission. <laughs> <laughs> You say it enough. That could be the could be the uh, title of the episode. <laughs> I'm always no. looking for a hook, man. <laughs> there you go. Quality. Okay, well, we're going to mix this up a little bit now. This is going to be the yeah. yin-yang round. So I'm just going to give you some 50-50 options. You just make a gut decision, and we'll see where it takes us, and we'll find out a little okay. bit more about you. Okay. Night or day? Night. Australia or England? England. Dinner out or dinner in? Dinner in. Schwarzenegger or Stallone? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a tough one. Uh, Commando versus Rambo. I got to go Rambo. I got to go Stallone, man. <laughs> I don't think anyone can argue against either one, but it's awesome. Okay. Water ski or snow ski? <laughs> and you're saying, at the risk of you editing this out for the record you do not ask a black man if he wants to water ski or play in the snow but that being um i i think i'll go with the with wow i think i'll go snow man at least i can feel the bottom i'll go snow that's awesome <laughs> well, that's okay. um right on that note then we're gonna move on to the complete blank around so this way you just get to complete my blanks and we'll find out a little bit more about you as well. Okay. Okay. Your best friend would describe you as? Competitive. Last time you were drunk was? Um, July. 
So six months ago. Yeah. Anything? What happened in July? I think I, <laughs> I think I got drunk by accident. <laughs> it was a, it was a holiday. It was our fourth Fourth of July over here. And, oh yeah, I was going to say Fourth of July. That's what's in yeah, July. And people <laughs> always experiment with mixing a bunch of stuff together and throwing it in like Kool Aid or Jello or some frozen drink and. It's really hot outside, and then you drink about ten of them, and then all of a sudden it hits you. Yeah. So, <laughs> Man, yeah, I, just, I think it was July. That that makes sense. Your favorite movie of all time is Scarface. Why is that? <laughs> oh man, I, just, I love the journey, struggle, and and um, knows he wants more, and unapologetic about getting what he wants and um well he, he uh, certainly leadership. gives himself permission doesn't he oh <laughs> uh, yes he does and leadership how he says you know i'd never turn my back on you frank <laughs> and uh his his commitment to family and you know his sister and his mom and and then all all the signs of you know and him not wanting to like hurt kids and but it's also the other side of leadership be a little careful about misguided goals and bad guys do not win <laughs> like, <laughs> no, yeah it was yeah he's he didn't last it's not a long-term approach that he took <laughs> yeah that 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 movie for me is not just a gangster movie it's a love story it's a family story i mean it's it's yeah good. by far That's a good Scarface. choice good choice the number one thing you fear is losing losing there's definitely a competitive streak in here. I see a competitive losing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it. just saying that, I think my mouth just got tingly. Like I don't, I'm not even allowed <laughs> to say that. You're gonna come out in a rash. <laughs> yeah, probably. Oh probably. man, if you had to eat a food for just one food for the rest of your life, it would be sushi, fish. Yeah, see? that's good. I like the broad term. You got you got a lot of options in there. Cool. Yeah, I think that is the first time I met you. That's what we had. We had sushi. Yes, we did. come full circle. I love sushi. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) Okay. Right. Don't worry. You're you're through the uh, the slightly random rounds now. We get get back on track. You pretty much made it to the alpha round. This is where you give us any tools, tricks, and resources. And we'd like to start that off. If you could recommend a particular book for us, whether it's to do with leadership or just one of your all-time favorites, it's up to you. Is there anything that spring to mind? Yep. So um, one is an automatic given. I'm going to say the Bible. But mm-hmm. after the Bible, um, I've got two I'd recommend. One is uh, a book called Coming to Our Senses, Healing Ourselves and the World Through Mindfulness. Uh, it's written by uh, John, J-O-N, Kabat-Zinn, K-A-B-A-T hyphen Z-I-N-N. Okay. Um, I meditate. I'm a huge fan of meditation and just being alone in your thoughts yeah. for a minute. Slowing the World Down, huge book, uh, fan of that. And then uh, the other book on leadership, uh, the title is Execution, The Discipline of Getting Things Done. Ooh, by, I like uh, that. Sounds- Larry Bossidy and Ram Ch- Charan. Charan. Yeah, two of my all-time favorites. Absolutely brilliant recommendations. Okay. Excellent. When it comes to leadership, what are some, I mean, we've obviously, to squeeze it into a little alpha round, what are some key piece of advice just sort of large scale sort of things that you would give if someone said right I, you know you're stuck in a lift with them and they, for a few minutes and they just want to know okay leadership 
What was it all about? How can I be a better leader? Uh, give yourself permission to lead. It's the start that stops most people. Mm. Uh, so just just do something, anything. Just do something. Um, I am a big fan of uh, if you're going to tell me you have a goal or something you need to get accomplished uh, before you even start it, list out what it's costing you to not get it done or what will it cost you to not be successful with it. Um, I can pretty much as a coach predict whether or not that goal is going to get done. If you do not believe it's costing you anything or it's not going to be that big a deal if it doesn't happen – Pretty much sure your effort at accomplishing it is going to mirror that. Yeah, so, completely. That's a good but, point. Very good point. Yeah, but nobody can do that for you. So you got to do it for yourself. You know, I, I can look at a person you know, on a fitness kick and say, you know, it's costing you time with your kids and it's costing you um, the ability to engage in more activities by you eating this this way. But if they do not believe that, it doesn't matter what I think it's costing them. So yeah. that's why that, that's one of those things I say people have to do for themselves. So, yeah, man, give yourself permission. It's the start that stops most people. Uh, and when you engage in goal setting um, or strategic planning or whatever it is, do not ignore that section of the plan where be clear on what it's costing you yeah. or what it will cost you if this doesn't get done. Yeah. What, what are some of the key mistakes that you see, you know, almost like established leaders out there that, where you think mm, they could probably improve their game a little bit? I mean, there's, there's this quote, and you might edit it out, but it's a kick-ass half is better than a half-ass whole. Love it. So, you know, the mistake I see people making is they, they, they're involved in everything. They want to be in everything. Mm. But their effort in everything is mediocre. They won't give themselves permission to be involved in maybe two or three things and be better at that or give their all to that unquestioned. And if there's anything left over, they, they give it to something else. <laughs> yeah. But sometimes I look at leaders and I, and I honestly have to say, I have no idea what you're good at. Yeah. I mean, I see you're in a lot of things and a lot of people know you and I think that that's great. But if I'm cornered, there, there's nothing about you that's kick-ass half. Yeah. Like there's that one thing, okay, I know that this person is just phenomenal at that. And, and it comes out in their leadership. They're not excellent at mentoring or teaching or coaching or strategizing or budgeting or planning. I mean, they can do all those things. They're just not – their brand isn't excellent at that. So, so that's, that's one of the biggest mistakes I, I see leaders make in, in, in my experience. It's, they think being involved in everything makes them a great leader. And yeah, it they doesn't. do everything. That's, yeah, yeah that's, that's half-ass whole. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that is. Yeah, jack of all trades, master of none. That's what we like to say over here, definitely. <laughs> yeah, and we say that here too. And they, it's funny how people think that's endearing, but it's not. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> quality okay I mean you've mentioned so so many good little quotes in there and I'm not going to cut them out because I'm a quote man as well but All right. what is your particular like alpha quote that you like to live your life on a daily basis oh man I hope you like put in a drum roll before I give you this quote <laughs> when you edit this alright so here we go Alonzo Kelly's 
motivation, <laughs> his mantra, the words he lives by, leave no doubt. That's it. Yeah. I like the short leave ones as well. <laughs> no doubt. If I, no matter what I am doing, if it matters to me and my life depends on it, leave no doubt. When I'm in the weight room, leave no doubt. When I'm playing with my kids, leave no doubt. When I'm doing my homework, leave no doubt. When I take the stage to present to an audience, leave no doubt. I can, I can, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I love it, man. I'm just like, like you're saying, we can... This is good because you can, like you say, you can just apply it to all situations. I love oh, it. Oh yeah, I I will not I will not leave the room with you wondering. I wonder if that was his best, or I wonder if he cared, or I wonder if he mattered. Um, I said I do not like losing. I didn't say um, I would avoid putting myself in a position where that could possibly happen. Yeah, I'm just gonna leave no doubt that I gave everything I can, you know, just, just from an employment perspective, right? I can handle interviewing for a job and not getting the job. Yeah. What I can't handle is not getting the job because the people might've thought I couldn't do it. Mm. It's fine that I didn't get the job because it's a bad fit or, you know, I'm not a good fit or it's not the right time yeah. or maybe there was a salary thing. What I couldn't live with is people going, Oh, you know, He's a really good guy. I'm just not sure if he could handle this. Yeah, that with that. Now I'm bringing yeah, on the no, that, that, that really doesn't. That's <laughs> the way you put it like that. It really doesn't sit well with me, you know. Like, because obviously that's that's the questions that people are having in their mind about, you know, in a whole range of things. Like, they might like you, or they might think, yeah, maybe he can do it. Like you say, but yeah, that's very interesting because they've got a question: Can you do what you say you can do? Yeah, and they've got to they've got to believe. So, I like it. Yeah, very you know, interesting. Some right, people, this... you know, we all say love hard, play hard, that whole thing, right? If yeah. I like you, I should leave no doubt that I like you. If I love you, I should leave no doubt that I love you. If I do not like you, I should leave no <laughs> doubt that I do not like you. Good. <laughs> that is not the time to be, you Man, know. You can you ambiguous. can just tell me. You can just tell me. I'll stop bothering you. It's okay. <laughs> no, oh that... my brother, I got nothing but love for you. There is no doubt in my mind, man. You're that my guy. Is awesome. But you see what I'm saying? When yeah, people no, exactly. like, aren't sure if they like you or not. Well, this is the thing, like, because because I knew I knew you so we we get on so well, and I knew you so busy with your thing, and I just we lost contact, and I couldn't get hold of you. But like the underlying thing is, you just said I had no doubt that you know that I liked you and you liked me. Like, if there was doubt, I don't think this interview <laughs> would have happened because I'd have thought, oh, right. what happened to him? He disappeared. But I knew you was like you were busy. You had lots going on. So that, yeah. that's uh, very good. I like it. Like it. Cool. So, so there you go, bro. Leave no doubt. Those are my <laughs> three words. Brilliant. Who do you think I should interview next or very soon? Oh yeah. So um Tammy Belton Davis. Yeah. Um, she's in uh Milwaukee. Yeah. Um, runs a public relations firm and she's in the business of helping people build their brand. That'd be a great conversation. Uh Raymond Purdue. Uh, he is in uh, South Carolina, here in the United States, and he, um, his alpha is different, man. You know, what do you do when you you have to accomplish a goal without the resources? Mm. 
and not letting resources be an excuse. Just just a great, great um, survival story. And then um, someone that we both know, uh, she was out in uh, Hollywood um, when we when we were uh, getting inducted into yeah. the best-selling authors. And um, uh, Karen Royal. Oh, I, she's I, in Canada. Yeah, no, you've just reminded me. I uh, I didn't. I don't think I met her first time, but I met her this year. I've got. Yeah, I just. It's cool. almost. I got one of her business cards right here. Very nice little business card. <laughs> but that's yeah, just she, reminded me. But t- tell me more. Tell me more. So Karen. So here's from what I know about Karen, and yeah. she's just amazing. But you know, if you follow her on social media, she's almost like you a little bit. Like you never know what country <laughs> she's just, in. Just better man. looking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm that. That's true. There's no doubt there, <laughs> my man. <laughs> so. So, you know, I see that she does a lot of um, outreach and charity work in, in Canada and Africa and um, just some other countries. In fact, I'd say call Karen first. Okay. That's I'm, a, good... I'm a big fan of her. So. Brilliant. Please tell her I said that. I will. <laughs> I'll, put, I'll put the number one next to her name. There we go. All right. <laughs> cool. Well, Alonzo, what's the one question you thought I was going to ask or you'd hoped I'd asked and I missed a trick here? Well, you're you're so good at what you do, man. Um, I I I appreciated you not asking, and you I think you might have slipped it in, and I intentionally ignored it. But you know, where am I going with Kelly Leadership Group? Oh, okay. What does the future hold for you apart from no more degrees once you finish your PhD? <laughs> yeah. You know, I I really want um, the opportunity to to see the world and. Um, address a couple things. One, I think we'd live in a better world if more people gave themselves permission uh, to embrace their own leadership. Um, and so I'd, I'd like the opportunity to just partner on that message with people that it's okay uh, to not do what everybody else expects you to do. Yeah. Uh, give yourself permission to do right and be right. Um, I, I want that. And then um, I definitely want to write some more. I love talking. I I really love writing. Yeah, uh, and so I just want to write some more. Brilliant, cool. Well, what's the best way people can connect with you? They want to find out more from you. Yeah, I appreciate that. So my website is kellyleadershipgroup.com. K e l l y leadershipgroup.com. Um, Facebook is Kelly Leadership Group. I do consider it an honor when whether somebody reaches out and says hi or invites me to partner with them or they're curious about what I'm thinking on a daily yeah. basis. Uh, yeah. Okay, well, I, I, won't, <laughs> I won't take any more of your day. We've been, we've been talking for quite a while now, so um, right. it's an absolute pleasure. Thanks so much for coming on. All right, my brother. Thank you, man. Cheers. Check out this fantastic podcast. Do the little guy a favor. Subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my back. The Alpha Ultimatum, my 10-week malperformance mentoring. Build your body, build your mind, live limitless. Get 2015 started right. We'll be working on your inner game as well as building the body to match. We start in January, so now is the time. Go to adamlewiswalker.com, click get involved, and you have the application form right there. Thank you so much for listening today. Please connect with all the social media of Awaken Your Alpha. It's Facebook, Awaken Your Alpha, Twitter, at Awaken Your Alpha. 
Instagram as well. It's at Awaken Your Alpha. So awesome, great ways to stay in touch. But please subscribe to the podcast and leave us a little review. It takes literally 60 seconds, but we really appreciate your feedback and it will help us continue to grow and get stronger. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless. <laughs>